What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you again for tuning in, as always. First things first, follow me on Twitter, at It's Intuition. Follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery, at I Am Database, space with two S's. And you can follow us as a unit on at That's Kinda Neat, where we rarely tweet, but you will be able to keep up with our exploits and adventures. Go to YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat, and just go ahead and watch every single video. You know, YouTube is kind enough to, like, make those things as a playlist now so you can just kind of press play and like clean your house because i know that your house needs to be cleaned right now you put that on and you turn the volume up and you just let those videos play and you got a perfect mixtape for your day of cleaning your disgusting dirty toilet I think I'm saying that as like self-inspiration for me. Go to your app store, download the podcast app, search for Kinda Neat, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, comment and tell us who you want to see on the show. Tell me how handsome I am. Tell me how relaxing my voice is. Tell me how it makes your drive to work so pleasant. Do all of that stuff in the comments section. It's very official. The more subscribers that we get, the more ratings that we get, the more chance that we're going to end up on that iTunes, you know, like hot new podcast section or something who the fuck knows anyways what's going on in my life you know it was too short of a period of uh recording the last episode to this episode so nothing really exciting has happened but i can talk about like some some kind of like generic shit it's really fucking hot in california and i know it's cliche to talk about the weather but it's so hot it was like 95 96 and my apartment doesn't have ac and so it's like miserable in my apartment right now because it's definitely it's it's as hot inside as it is outside, if not hotter. And my neighbor, I think I may have talked about this, but my my neighbor that owns this like antique junk store next door to me gave me a big ass fan. So I have this big industrial fan blowing in my apartment, but it's kind of just blowing hot air around at this point, no matter what. So I've just been sweating a lot today. I actually went to a movie theater to watch a movie just to just to fucking be in some air conditioning because like i didn't give a shit about the movie i was watching i just wanted to like sit in some ac and i don't think that many very many apartment complexes on the west side have ac and everybody always goes well why don't you just get like an ac unit from target and put it in your window but my windows are some janky like 70s hipster shit where they're like venetian blinds of windows kind of like they fold rather than lifting so that's not really uh, a viable option for me either so basically life fucking sucks right now it's really hot but the good thing that did come out of that is uh, on Saturday night, there's a Floyd Mayweather fight. It was a terrible, boring fight. He won, of course, against Marcos Maidana, and it wasn't a good fight. But Speak, the homie Speak, all of you guys know Speak. We play shows together. He's been on the show. He hit me up like, yo, are you going to watch a fight? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I think I'm going to get at the house. So I went over to his crib, and then uh, I was talking to Serengeti, who's uh, an old friend of ours. Uh, we're going to eventually have him on this show, I'm sure. He was looking for a place in L.A. to watch the fight, and I said, hey, come over to Speaks. And if any of you guys follow either of them on Twitter, they both have extremely high boxing IQs. And so uh, they both were just watching this Floyd Mayweather fight, but listening to them talk about their boxing knowledge and, and who's, who's uh, you know killing it right now and who sucks and their history of boxing. It was really some next-level shit. Like, those guys really know what they're talking about. I would love to see a conversation between Speak, Serengeti, and R.A. the Rugged Man, because all of them are very knowledgeable about boxing. So that happened, but what also happened was I took over a big Ralph's bag full of chips and dips and sodas because I was like, I didn't want to, like, not chip in to the festivities since they were paying for the pay-per-view. I wanted to bring some snacks. So... Long story short, I take over this big bag of snacks in my recyclable, reusable Ralph's bag, and I have my sunglasses on me, and I put my sunglasses inside the Ralph's bag next to my shoes, so I'm like, don't forget 
the Ralph's bag because it got your sunglasses in it. You know what I mean? It's a very important thing. They're Ray-Bans. They're expensive sunglasses. I didn't want to lose them. So the next day when I wake up on Sunday, it's very fucking hot. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the beach. And many of you guys will think this is weird, but... I live kind of a loner lifestyle. Not a lot of my friends have like no day job like I do. So I go to the beach by myself a lot because it's just easier to do that than to like try to gather up a crew of people and wait for four hours in a 90 degree apartment. I'd rather just like dip and go to the beach and swim in the ocean because it makes me feel good. So I realized when I woke up that morning that I had left the Ralph's bag and my sunglasses at Speak's apartment. So I call them up. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm about to go to the beach. But first things first, I'm going to come over to your crib so I can pick up the shades that I forgot there in a Rouse bag. Just throw them off your little balcony to me. He's like, all right, cool. So I go over there and uh, he's like, what's up, dude? You're going to the beach by yourself? And I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the beach and like relax. Like it makes me feel good. You know, And he's like, that's fucking weird. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of a weird guy. I do shit by myself a lot. And he's like, wait, can I come? And I'm like, yeah, you can come. Let's go. And so he hops in the car and it was like a little nice spontaneous Los Angeles moment. We head down to Manhattan Beach and he's like, Manhattan Beach, I've never even been here. I've only ever gone to like Malibu. And I'm like, yo, people sleep on Manhattan Beach because Manhattan Beach is way tighter than Malibu. The farther south that you go, the warmer the water is. And then in Malibu, there's all those cliffs. So you get all that fucking wind. I'm like, that beach, you know, it's very scenic and beautiful. But for actual beach bummery, it's not that tight because the water is too cold and the, and the sand is too wet and it's too fucking windy. So like Manhattan Beach, you can really go and like, spend the day there you know what i mean and so we're out there and this dude you know when we first get in the car he's telling me i'm so weird for going to the beach when we're out there he's like dude the beach is so tight this water is amazing like i fucking feel like a greek god laying in the sun this is the best shit ever i'm like i told you the beach is sick and then we're sitting there we were out at the we were out in the fucking sun for five hours this fool bought like some weird ass sunscreen that looked like chapstick uh, that he was like rubbing on his arms is very sus i was like well i don't know why you just don't get the spray bottle but whatever and we, we saw some other friends that actually ended up sitting like 20 yards from us from the beach so that was random and it was just a good day and i don't know where that story is going other than when it's fucking hot out you got to find a creative solution so get a friend and go to the beach and then your life will feel better and you will look like a bronzed greek god like i do currently uh <laughs> No moral to the story other than that. So today we had a great little uh, serendipitous collaboration happen today because the other day, well, our last guest, Dream Panther, actually mentioned our guest today to me. And then a few days after we did that interview, the homie Caleb, who's being, you know, he's being a maven again and introducing me to people, hits me up and goes, yo, the homie Pell wants to do the show. And I, I happened to be at the beach that day as well because that's what I do. I'm a fucking beach bum right now. So when I got home, I Google searched and I said, oh shit, yeah, fuck, this is, this is tight. Let's do it. And uh, I had seen his name before and I realized that it's because he's playing a Pigeons and Planes party with I Love McConan, which is another Dream Panther connection, which makes it even a smaller world. It's just a tiny little world. And so I realized that I had seen his name before. I listened to his music. His music's great. He comes in. He's a young dude, but he's like 
ball of energy, great conversationalist. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this podcast. And he knocked the performance out of the fucking park. I think it's a really great video. So even if you don't listen to the whole podcast, make sure that you go to youtube.com slash that's kind of neat and watch him perform this video. I think this is a dude who has a bright future. I knew next to nothing about him at the beginning of this, other than that he was from New Orleans. And by the end of the podcast, I felt like we are old homies. So hopefully you guys feel that way too. Make sure that you go check out Pell at Pell Yeah. And without further ado, this is my conversation with the new homie Pell. Hawaiian? No, I'm not Hawaiian. I was like, damn. I'm just tan, bro. I've, I've been at the beach, man. I'm out here. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you, trying to go to Venice Beach, actually. Like, man, I haven't been yet. I don't go to Venice Beach. That's some touristy shit. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm trying to go. Yeah, shit. that makes sense. That makes sense. I can't fuck with it. I feel like that beach is dirty for some reason. Like, it probably is. No, actually, wait. I did I did stop by Venice Beach. I think, like, one, the first trip I ever went down here, yeah. I saw uh, the people who do the break dancing and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah There's yeah, always street performers did you pay them of course okay because they they say with street performers if you stop and they hold your attention you you should definitely put a dollar in there you know what i mean yeah it's only right i know how that is especially like i'm from new orleans people are always on the street like hustling getting it you're from new orleans i love that I, i went to new orleans uh like November of 2012 for the first time. It's yeah. amazing. Such yeah. an amazing city. November. What were you doing out there in November? We were photographing Wale for a ah. company. So I was out there. He had a show out there with like Rick Ross and uh, shit. Yeah. Who's uh, Meek Mill? So oh, yeah. Yo, I think Spitta like wound up having no, not Spitta. It was um. ASAP Rocky yeah, had a show out there around the same time. Yeah, and you know who? Yeah, yeah and Macklemore was there too. Exactly, all on the same oh, day. Oh shit, you were the, dog. That yeah. that sh- the show ASAP show was pretty live. Yeah, bro. see, we were staying. We were staying right by there, but I didn't get to go. And it's funny because it was like right before Macklemore really, really blew up. Yeah, and so that's the homie. And so I was like, we, we were like DMing each other. And I'm like, yo, I'm in New Orleans too. And he's like, oh, oh shit, I wish I'd have known. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I was like, let me try to come through to your show, but then we didn't because we went to the Rick Ross show instead. And it was. <laughs> crazy because it was like one of these things well first and foremost it was at the lsu campus yeah and uh we were the only it was like five of us that were white we were the only white dudes there i'm pretty sure And uh, it's a it's a Rick Ross. Concert. It was a Rick yeah, Ross yeah, show, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, there, there's probably like a few white girls like just slapping. Nah, no, I didn't see no Rick white girls. Ross. Don't have the white. But that was the thing is that all, right. all the black chicks were like loving. Us. They're like, <laughs> oh, what are you white boys doing here? Like it was it was tight. But it was funny because I yeah. remember like leaving the concert and it was so packed in the hallways and I felt like I just like felt like oh it was like this weird I don't know I just in my head I felt like it could have been a riot or something if anybody yeah. made a wrong move but everyone was so polite and no one pushed and no one like gave any foul looks it was just like very gentle and polite getting out even though it was like very claustrophobic that's real anyways that doesn't happen all the time new orleans is tight dude yeah what's it like growing up there uh it's it's different like growing up there and as far as like i'm sure you people like you people that's funny but uh visiting people we people no yeah tourists tourists. but like um 
I don't feel like I had it really tough growing up. Um, I grew up in the Eighth Ward, yeah, which is right by like Brother Martin. For those who are from New Orleans, it's close to New Orleans East, yeah. And New Orleans East has a lot of trouble, but um, I was like right outside of it, so I was kind of good growing up, like because the ninth is what got destroyed by Katrina, right? Yeah, not the eighth. Yeah, uh, no, the eighth, eighth got eighth got a bad yeah, too. Shit. Yeah, we had to gut our house for real. No shit. And then we had to move. I moved to Mississippi after the storm. Oh wow. Uh, sp- most specifically, Jackson, yeah. Mississippi. Okay. And uh, I graduated high school out of there, so like I spent my formative years like out there. In but Jackson. you were born in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. How how did your family end up out there? Uh, my mom is actually from uh, Green, not Greenville. Hold on, I misspoke. She's from Vicksburg, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, and so her family was out there. My parents were divorced. My dad and his fam decided to go to Houston, uh-huh. and so like. It was a split time decision, like come yeah. the night of the storm. Yeah. And I was like, Are you gonna go with your mom or are you gonna go with your pops? And Ooh, I went with had, my mom. You had to do that whole thing. Yeah. So how old were you when that happened? I was fourteen. Oh, okay. So yeah. you were pretty you you were like old enough to understand. Oh yeah, completely, yeah. completely, completely. Yeah, yeah. So you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got one brother and actually he plays for the Cowboys right now. Shut the he fuck up. He plays uh defensive end. He plays uh older or younger. Older. Really? Yeah, if he was younger, I would slick like kind of be jealous, yeah. but it's like how, how I look old, up to him so how old it's good. Is he? Uh, He's 25. No shit. He plays for the Cowboys. Third year. Third year, yeah. Wow, that's great, man. He got picked up by, like, uh, Green Bay originally. Yeah. But then uh, did, like, you know, the whole moving around you thing because he wasn't drafted. End? Yeah, cornerback. A cornerback, yeah. Because yeah. I was, was going to say, how come you're so, like, tall and lanky, but he must be kind of, like, tall, too, and lanky. No, nah, he's 6'2". Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I would have had the same... If I, man, if I would have worked out, like, I would have been... I would have been jacked, but like, I just decided not <laughs> you're pretty, to. You're pretty skinny, man. Come on, come on, bro. That's because I didn't work out. Like, if I would have worked out, like, I, I'm I'm skinny, but I'm strong. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got yeah. country strength. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's forty because I got old man strength. You know I mean? <laughs> They're very similar. Old, old man strength, country strength, and retard strength. Yeah, like very if similar. you need me to pick up a tire, I could do some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah. If you need me to pick up a bitch that <laughs> looks like she swallowed a tire. <laughs> Shit. Anyways, foul. Uh, we so, foul. That so wait, foul. Uh, so your parents, uh, they have you and your brother. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah just us two. And where did you, you guys grew up in New Orleans though? Right, right, right. right. And then when you're 14, that's when everybody decides to like disperse. Dad's, dad's going to Houston. Mom's staying in New Orleans or going to Mississippi. She's going to Mississippi. Okay, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and it was like eight of us in a house yeah. when we when we moved originally like we're looking on TV you know like when Kanye had his like whole saga with Mike Myers and yeah there. fucking yeah, President like, Bush we were watching not that, care it was like crazy people. it was like I was like yeah yeah I was like that's one I remember watching Yo, I was that going live ham. dude I remember watching that I was going live. Ham- that, that was like one yeah. of the most momentous like hip hop occasions of the last Ever. decade. Yeah, it was like, so crazy f- as far as my memory. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. it was just crazy. Uh, like I remember that. Obviously, Kanye is a good inspiration, a mm-hmm. big inspiration mm-hmm. to me. Like him, Lupe, um, Gym Class Heroes. Around that same time, yeah. I was listening to all of them. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I remember we. It was probably 10 of us. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, 10 of us in my grandma's house in Jackson, Mississippi. And it's like a three bedroom. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but like we were all crammed in, yeah. like sharing sofas, sharing beds and stuff. But it was a very humbling experience because like I learned that things can be taken from you in a moment's notice. Right. So, oh, so the, yeah. so the hurricane hits and then you have to move in with your grandma. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Everything was left behind. It wasn't like, how'd you get out of there? Uh, we actually left the night before in my mom's, uh, uh, SUV like she had a Volvo yeah. and uh, I remember 
shit, it was probably like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, it was like a, it wound up being like a six hour drive to Jackson, which is usually like a three hour drive. But it was so many people trying to evacuate at the same time because yeah. they heard that it was like a category five, like category six. And like everybody wanted to no, get it out. It was so crazy. I remember watching it on the new. Well, well, like that's the thing though, too, is that I was in California when it happened, obviously. Yeah. And, I'm, and I remember watching it and being just like, it was the first time in my adult life, because I think it was like maybe 22 or something when it happened. I think it was like about your age when it, when Damn, it happened, right? right. And, and I remember watching it on TV and going, whoa, like shit's way more fucked up there right now than the media is really telling us. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? it was way more fucked up. Like I had people that actually wound up going to school where I attended in Jackson yeah. that were telling me like his dad worked for a hospital, one of my homies, uh, Justin. Yeah. His dad worked for a hospital in... They, they had to watch people die yeah. like, every day in the hospital like because nobody was coming to save him. And it was just like it was, stupid. That it was, was my first time where I ever like, was watching shit and I went, I need to like donate some money. And I was broke as fuck. Right. And I donated 100 bucks to the Red Cross or, or something because I was, like, this, yeah. I was like, this is like killing me to watch this. It was so yeah. crazy, dude. It's yeah. crazy from that outside perspective. Yeah. But then like actually knowing the people that are there. It's well, like, that's what I'm saying. I can't even imagine. Because you can see stuff like every day, like this natural disaster just strikes and you're like, oh, like I wish I could help. Yeah. But like you never like really get to it. You yeah, know what like, I mean? Because a lot of stuff happens all right. every day. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like shit happens. But yeah. just to see it affect people that you love is crazy. Do you find out like a couple of days before that this is going to happen? Like, th th is it like hurricane warnings and everybody knows yeah. like, oh shit, this is going to be the big one? But here's the thing about people in New Orleans. Like yeah. they're used to this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just as I'm every sure it's people like in Florida all around the Gulf Coast, like they're used to it. So they're like, oh, we've, we've heard this all before. We're going to ride it out. Yeah. People even have like hurricane parties and shit. Oh shit. Which I'm, I'm never a fan of. That's never smart. Like, yeah. I don't think the lights going out during a party is cool unless I already got my girl. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And yada yada right and i know i'm not finna drown right but like people do that and people i'm sure did it during hurricane katrina so a lot of people were like uh i'm gonna stay and i'm gonna weather through the storm even my dad was one of those people until like the night of and mm -hmm. he he evacuated his mom and i know uh my uncle mm -hmm. left with him and uh like we knew in advance but how old a lot of people didn't respond 12 13 14 you were 14 when it happened yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. so was this like something that was part of the catalyst of your parents splitting or what no 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 just coincidentally they, were, they split that, when i was like five. Oh, they so, okay, yeah okay okay so, yeah, yeah i never even really knew them like together yeah essentially like my brother i guess would have a better understanding yeah but, yeah yeah so what happens the day after the storm you get to jacksonville you said uh, i get to jackson mississippi jackson, and i'm yeah. just like i'm tripping because i'm like i already don't know anything about mississippi outside of my grandma's right. house because my grandma lives in jackson mississippi right. like i said my mom was born in mississippi raised, yeah. born and raised in my mom's whole side of the family um luckily i had a cousin who um and this is who I was staying with, with within my uh, grandma's house. I had a cousin who was the same age as me. Yeah. And uh, we wound up going to school together when we went to Jackson. Right, right, right. And his family, that's why like 10 of us were yeah. stuck in his house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I was pretty blessed. But the first day I get to Jackson, it was crazy. But what I mean is like the day after the storm hits and everything and you see the shit going crazy on the news, like how do you hear about what's going down at your house? You know what I mean? Like how do you find out about the conditions the of your neighborhood? The news. Yeah, that was like, it. Like that's it. No one, you know what I mean? no one was there to like yeah, there's no like updates. live bloggers like oh i'm right here like yeah. no 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 well, not even bloggers i'm wondering like did, was there like neighbors who were like yo your fucking house is done nah. dog no nah. yeah connection is like done no one has cell phones and, like, and no, shit. No, no, everything's no. fucked up yeah. yeah you like had to everybody had to wait it out so how long was it until you could go back and see what happened to your neighborhood um originally my pa like my parents didn't even want me going back Ever. so yeah. i didn't go back until probably 
it had to have been months. Really? Yeah. Wow. It had to have been months. And like my house was already gutted. Yeah. Um during that time I think like Like gutted, how do you mean? Like it, uh like ripped out all the insides and everything like, because the like house pe- was dying. People had done that or like the water. Oh yeah, did we that. had some people do okay, that. Yeah, like yeah. it was disgusting in yeah, there. Like yeah. when, when my parents went back, like, when my mom went back. It gets it was, probably moldy and yeah, nasty and everywhere. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, you guys had to hire construction workers to gut it. Yeah. And then when you go back, what's it, what's your neighborhood like? Is it were, were people like trying to rebuild? A lot of people were, but at the same time a lot of people had left. Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. Um but my mom, being that she had such a strong support system in Mississippi, definitely didn't want to come back. My dad, his whole family was born New Orleans raised, you know, Cajun, like full blood. Like yeah. so it was it was definitely the duality of like two different families, like one who just doesn't want anything to do with it and one that does. Yeah. So I had to make the decision to graduate from Mississippi, like, which was tough for me because all, I had to watch all my friends graduate, like where I was going to go to high school and yeah. everything. So. Well, tell me about your dad's side of the family, like uh, gener- <laughs> generations in New Orleans, you said? Yeah. Cajuns. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. So like, how did they end up there? Just, uh, how did, how did they end up in New Orleans? Yeah, do you know your, like, family history? I really don't know how my, like, grandfather ended up yeah. in New Orleans, but I know that they were always from there. What I, did they do? Um, My grandfather was, he owned a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And that, he also well, New was, Orleans is the best food and in he America. Also was, and he also was a drummer. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the, be- that's like the two best things about New Orleans is, like, the yeah. music and the food. In my eyes. I know, right? Dude. Got best of both worlds. Yeah. Same on my mom's side too. Yeah. So, yeah. so they had restaurants on her side too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But well, he was he was more of a um he was actually in the army on my mom's side. Okay, yeah. okay. What did your dad do for work out there? Uh my dad actually is a lawyer. Oh wow. Yeah. That's great, dude. Yeah. We're, yeah, that's cool. What like a of... malpractice lawyer. Oh, that's so he dope. fucks with the doctors. Yeah, yeah. He is he defending the doctors or 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 uh or helping the patients? Uh defending the doctors and helping the patients in some cases. Nice. But uh yeah, he went to Tulane. Oh, okay, so cool. like still like all new they always yeah. all New Orleans. Yeah. And my uncle's the same way. Like I think I got my entrepreneurial like spirit from my uncle because ever since I've known my uncle, he's always owned a business. Yeah. And uh he actually introduced me to mystical. No shit. When I was like five though. It's f- like when I was like I I was probably seven actually. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you started bringing up like New Orleans, I wanted to be like, Oh, have you ever met Mystical? Oh ah, so- Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> mystical, if you listening to this, like I know you don't remember me, but check out my music. Music, dog like we need to collab and shit that would be crazy that would be crazy uh i just have to uh, bring up one like Tarantula random was crazy random food spot in new orleans uh willie may's scotch house you fuck with it <gasps> why is everybody telling me about this truth be told i've never been what no man you never know, been who, who who else told you about it uh the girl who did my uh actually my album artwork yeah uh, avery needham yeah she takes frequent trips to like new orleans and she was yeah, like yeah. why have you never been to willie mays like uh, everybody's supposed to go there like yeah. it's, it's amazing but i have not been yeah well you know what the, the crazy thing is and i don't know i don't know like how localized of a spot it is it definitely felt like the the most localized spot <laughs> that we went to you know yeah. but because yeah. it, it was crazy because i just on my facebook when we were going i was like hey you know does anybody have any spots and then in that new orleans was like that i should one? eat well no so one kid that actually lived in new orleans was like hey look man like the food's good everywhere 
But try to get out to this Willie Mae Scotch House place. It's probably, you know, going to be pretty far from where you're staying. Yeah. And it's only open from like 11 to 3. Yeah. But it's the best chicken you'll ever have. And we went there and it was the best fucking fried chicken I've ever had. It tasted like, it tasted like fried chicken that they like, uh, that they fried um, in like a a funnel cake or something. Wow. It was like this sweet, crispy. It's so good, man. You got to try it. Yeah, like the breadedness was like just amazing. So good. Uh, Yeah. So anyways. That's awesome. (laughs) Like, I mean, I've always been blessed, though. My mom can cook. So, I believe like, it. I believe you it. You know what I mean? And my grandma can cook. So, damn. Like, I, well, I never I mean, really fuck. went out to eat. From Mississippi. I mean, that's Ooh, like... Mississippi and New Orleans. And New Orleans. Like, both? So much soul food, probably. So, like, too just much. too much I'm surprised. Like like you said, I'm surprised I'm lanky. I'm surprised yeah. I'm skinny. Nah, you're lucky. I made it out. You got that good metabolism. Most of my homies in New Orleans, not not so much. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, That's too funny. Yeah. What was the family in Mississippi? Like, did you go back and visit often before you moved out there? Oh, hell no. Like, no? the only time I ever went out there was to visit my grandma. Yeah. Uh, because my grandfather passed, like, when I was really young. Yeah. So I know we always used to take frequent trips as a family. Like, yeah. me and my cousins, not just me, my mom, and my brother, to, like, visit. So it would be, like, kind of like a mini family reunion every time we visited. Yeah. But... Other than going to, uh, shout out to North Park Mall. Other than going to North Park Mall, I never went yeah, anywhere in Jackson. Yeah, yeah. But when I lived there, it was crazy because I saw how big Jackson was. Uh-huh. Like it really opened me up to a lot because New Orleans is one of those cities where it's a small city that doesn't know it's a small city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like three hundred thousand people there. Right. But we make it feel like one of those places where it's like a million people. Right. Just because the infrastructure. Well, you and know there's what I mean? and there's so many. Isn't such a destination city? Oh too, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure on because the culture is crazy. And I'm sure those three hundred thousand. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. So much culture there. Like yeah. just amazing bands on every corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember going to the Spotted Cat. And on Frenchman oh, Street, and there was like this live you jazz. You went there, band. yeah, dude. That's dope. Yeah, I'm I've telling been there. you, I, when I go, I try, when I go places, I, I actually tr- play a show on Frenchman at the Blue Nile. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I know where that's at. Yeah. When I try to when I go to places, I try to like really like talk to people who know those cities, so I don't yeah. end up doing some douchey ass shit. Like <laughs> I wasn't trying to hang out on Bourbon Street the whole time. You feel me, like dude? Fuck Bourbon. I couldn't bruh. stand it. It felt like a bunch yeah. of uh, it felt like a bunch of old white corporate people that were like on spring break. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that every oh, night every of day. the week. Yeah, it was crazy. Every single night it was crazy yeah. always a destination what's it like growing up there as a kid like uh what what kind of shit did you do your brother's obviously I mean, a, I played, a, a big athlete yeah and this is funny because we started playing baseball together i'm a baseball um, player myself where what did you play uh i'm left-handed what do you think i played first base i played a lot of first base me too yeah really what? Are you lefty? I'm left-handed. No yeah. shit, that's crazy bro that's that's rare as fuck i, I pitch Yo, as we well friends now. Yeah. all right damn i pitched i yeah. pitched bro nah yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. i can see because you're tall too you'd be good at first base yeah no i was like and i was um it's funny because i had no errors until my last year of playing baseball yeah no errors like i always won mvp on all my teams did you play high school uh no I, when I moved to uh, Mississippi, I stopped you playing. Stopped? Uh, yeah, I took up football actually because uh, okay. I and I hadn't played football until I got to uh, Mississippi, which yeah. was interesting because the, I think the culture was a little bit more geared towards football yeah. in Mississippi. Uh-huh. And my brother played like sports like out the ass, and right. he did track and football. And I was like kind of like little brother, like trying to be like big brother. Yeah. So I played football, did track, and I wound up taking up soccer actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. What did you play in soccer? Uh, I played left mid. Okay, I played. I played some football or some soccer as well, but I played keeper because uh, I, <laughs> I, I was a, yeah, I was like, fuck this running. I'm a, I'm a baseball player through and through, but then I was, I was kind of a retired baseball. You can be like patient. You, you don't have to really run, Dude, but when yeah, you do like you yeah. sprint. I mean, I think someone told me that like an average, 
average baseball player only runs like 400 feet a game or something no like, like if you actually look at an mlb game yeah. the type of athlete that plays baseball is just like funny to me sometimes Dang. like i'm just like damn i should have played baseball well like, like shout out to prince fielder like that's a he's a beast <laughs> yeah. but like no, 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 that's real. a motherfucker where you would just if you just saw him in real life you wouldn't uh, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't realize that yeah. that's one of the most elite athletes in the world you know exactly. what i mean exactly but yeah exactly yeah it's crazy it's that's crazy. real so so you grew up playing a lot of sports yeah we yeah. played a lot of sports other than that um i got introduced to like music really early yeah. um well i would imagine actually, actually in elementary school yeah. i started picking up trombone that's, in new orleans that's yeah. a very new orleans instrument to pick up i feel like <laughs> exactly right? shout out to trombone shorty yeah, yeah. and uh, actually one of my homies uh plays the drums for trombone shorty nice. uh, michael bass ballard he's pretty dope dope yeah he's a producer too yeah, yeah. but um yeah i uh i played um trombone and like originally i didn't want to yeah i wanted to play something uh like a a woodwind yeah um i actually wanted to play oboe e- easier to weird. carry easier to carry around. exactly yeah and trombone is just like you gotta empty the spit valve like it just wasn't cool to like the girls like yeah, you know yeah. what i mean it was like yeah. it's like what do you play uh trombone like yeah. oh, I, I, well but you know what and like, that's, I the, played that's guitar, the funny thing like, that's you know? the funny thing about being a young dude with the brass instrument because yeah i did the same thing in fifth grade i started playing the baritone because i was like I, wanna, oh. I said i want to play the biggest instrument yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah. i mean it was like my douchey like i want to drive a fucking four-wheel truck or something if being in fifth grade and and uh, in my band, I might have told this story before on the podcast, but in, in the band, I was like one of the only kids in fifth grade that actually like learned how to read music really well. Oh, and shit. I was learning treble clef. And so yeah. I'm from Alaska. And so I was fucking carrying the shit through the snow all the time. And it got to be too much. And I told my band teacher like, yo. I'm not gonna do this next year. It's yeah. too much. She's like, "Oh, just switch to just switch to trumpet or something. You're so uh, good." And I was like, "Nah, man." I was, in my head, I'm going, "This band shit is too dorky." Yeah. And now I'm like, "Man, I wish I would have stuck to playing instruments. That shit was tight." Yeah. No. 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 I mean, it's just not like it's not sexy. Like I was just like not about it at the time. Yeah. 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 Like this is especially like I was getting into girls. I got into girls at an early age. Yeah, like, same. I was just like. It just wasn't happening. I, I should have picked up sax. You know, you, know. You, you can you can like be sexy with a sax. Like, yeah, hey, come certain. on, I'll, come over. I'll play you like sax. That, that is a bit. Can't of, be like, come over. I'll play you some trombone. It's like, a bit more romantic that, that of an instrument. There. It's right, like, right. It's like, oh, yeah. all right, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's true. Sure. So you but start yeah. playing the trombone, and then yeah. uh, so you learn to read music and all that. Yeah. How long did you stick with life. it? Uh, I stuck with it all the way through high school. Actually, even oh, no when shit. I went to uh, Mississippi, I still played trombone. No shit. Yeah. Actually, I learned how to march my senior year. So that's dope. Yeah, I fucks with marching band music. Yeah. It's tight, dude. It, it makes it more exciting. Yeah, like it, it livens it up a little bit. Cause I went to a Catholic school. Yeah, and like our diocese and every all that, they were like, no, you can't play certain songs. So like, yeah. it took a little bit of the fun out of it. Yeah, and like I feel like the marching brought a little bit of the live element, right, back and the energy back to it. Were you raised Catholic? No, no. Which is interesting because, uh, you know, like I don't know the percentage, but yeah, hella people in New Orleans are Catholic. No shit, but. Yeah, I'm Italian. No, like, I was, no I was, shit for real? Yeah. I thought that was like a world, no, like everybody know. knew that. No, no I, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Like, it's a big thing, especially like, you know, when um, Lent comes around and like uh, Good Friday and all that stuff comes around, like yeah. the fish, like the fish places go crazy. Seafood no goes crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, because like Catholics you can't eat meat. Yeah. 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 No shit. That's crazy. It goes Yeah, crazy. I was raised Catholic, so I'm always interested to see like what other people's Catholic experience was. But yeah, my, my godmother... And like all of my godparents, actually, which is interesting, yeah, are uh, Catholic. Yeah. yeah, was church a part of your upbringing though at all or no? Oh, for sure, for sure. I was actually Methodist. Okay. Um, I kind of fell out of it um, when I went to college, but to this day, I haven't really picked it back up. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm what more. Method- I find myself. What are Methodist more, services like? Um, 
It's similar to Baptist. Are they like, are they lively or what? Too lively. Yeah. And I had like a flamboyant ass like preacher. Oh, that's amazing. So like he had bake sales and shit. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. he was like, and the love, like dog, like all of that. Yeah, all yeah. of that. And it was crazy. I was always laughing in in church. Yeah. And like my mom would be like, Stop, stop laughing. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like she yeah. was like respect the lord like yeah. but it was funny because like me and my brother like couldn't respect him because right. he was like gay it was like <laughs> weird like he was like obviously he's not gay i'm sure but like he had female tendencies like yeah, yeah. out the ass right, and it was just right. like hard to take him serious right but like i think that kind of played a role in like why i didn't want to go to church with my parents when i got older like i try to find like religion on my own like right. how it connects to me yeah yeah but like yeah definitely church was a, a part of my upbringing like, was a lot of music in church there too oh yeah i didn't play it in yeah, church but yeah. um that's the funny thing that's the church. funny thing about catholic services is like it's so not lively oh, like no. it was it was like very it's dead i stopped going to church when i was around 13 14 ish and, and i remember like right before that uh the the church that my mom would take me to they had just gotten uh, an acoustic guitar player and that was like very it was like <laughs> oh my god there's a guitar at our church like we're playing guitar now it used to just be all like singing and that was it singing and maybe like maybe some piano or organ but no like yeah. like, like acdc like, yeah there. yeah no no fucking acoustic guitar that was like very like left or like that was very liberal at the time yeah, you know? it's yeah. crazy that's crazy yeah, pushing anyway. boundaries nah yeah for real but i never played uh i never played uh in the church yeah but, yeah church was church was cool as a as a kid yeah like not too big in everything that i did i feel like the most of the stuff that i got from new orleans like or the life lessons i learned was yeah. on the field like yeah with, with baseball right for sure like when those are lasting yeah same dude that was like yeah. my whole youth was yeah baseball. yeah like, baseball that was is that shit yeah, yeah for sure so that's the thing is that when i was in high school that was when the new orleans rap scene really really like kicked off you know what i mean oh. and so it was the See, new, i was in middle school well no i was limit. in elementary yeah you were you were probably a youngster but it was it was like no limit started cracking off when i was yes. like in high school like 96 ish yeah. 95 96 yeah. maybe 97 and then and then after no limit came cash, cash money. money and so you know, I think our impression being way out in the fucking boondocks of New Orleans was like, whoa, New Orleans is like tough, dude. Yo, New you know what's crazy? You know what's yeah. funny about that? Like, when I was a kid, I didn't think they were famous. Yeah. I thought that they were just like locals. Local dudes, yeah. I was like, oh, like nobody. When I moved to it, it just hit me when I moved to Mississippi yeah. and when I actually started going around places. Like, yeah. people were like, oh, yeah, I know about Cash Money. Like, I know about Lil Wayne. I know about all yeah. them. I was like, I didn't know that that was a big thing. Right, right. Because they, they repped New Orleans so tough. Yeah. that I didn't know that the world would understand it yeah. like I understood it one of the trippiest things about going to New Orleans the first time was like when I would talk to local dudes there and they would be like they would actually say like be a bit like like I can't do it right but like the way that be like, like be a bit the, the way that like Juvie would say yeah. it I was like oh shit like that's like a that's, real, real. that's their real accent yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just thought that was a Juvie thing yeah. Like, yeah, I was so fucking geeked out that was hilarious but yeah I don't know so like my parents are like educators so like they never wanted me to like have a thick accent right, they always right. wanted me to like be like very straightforward and how I yeah. spoke yeah, yeah. what everything. was the what was the like the catholic school thing like what, were you around a lot of white kids or what oh hell yeah. yeah 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 yeah. were you like one of the few brothers there or what oh yeah yeah from from like all of my childhood upbringing i remember being like one of the brothers really? but it but like i feel like my parents gave me a sense of balance because yeah. my mom like always wanted me to go to private schools and so did my dad but my dad wanted me to have a little bit of street in me because yeah. like most of my 
uncles and stuff like are from the hood yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so it was like it, and in new orleans there is that as in most major cities that like thin line between ri- yeah. rich and poor oh like, absolutely you know what I, mean? I mean in They're los like, angeles exactly will, like, separate it, it, that's exactly you what, what i mean in los angeles you can be if you're driving down sixth all of a sudden you'll be in the hood and then you'll be like <laughs> in a fucking prevalent neighborhood exactly. within two blocks for real like, exactly yeah. so like i remember every time um like I did extracurriculars like basketball and football and uh, baseball. I would always do private school stuff, but whenever it came to, uh, I mean, no, I'm sorry, anything other than sports, yeah. it would always be in a private school yeah. setting. Yeah. But everything that was sports related and competitive related, we my dad sent us straight to the hood like, yeah. to to learn like you know just how to grow up really. Right, right. Like life skills that yeah. you wouldn't get around like the la la land fantasy of a Catholic or private school. Right, that's you know interesting. I mean? So I, I definitely thank my pops for that like cause yeah. a lot of shit went down. It was crazy. Like I remember like dudes was like damn near about to fight and get shot over like basketball and like wow. you hear stories about that but it's like that shit really happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. stupid but yeah. It, it teaches you. Well, I know that you're, you're still a young dude and you're just kind of like f- starting to get into the business side of the music stuff probably. Do you right. think, and now this is a theory that I've heard other places, but like, do you think that growing up around a lot of white kids in school has helped you kind of maneuver in the business world perhaps? Because there's a lot of like white people in suits? Because you've gotten used to being around fucking white guys in suits, yeah. Exactly. Do you think? Uh, I think that helps, but yeah. I feel like, um, at the same time, it is a little bit different because... I feel like I could be intimidating to some people because of, like, my intelligence or because Mm -hmm. of, like, my background, you know what I mean? They can't, like, fuck me, you know what I mean? It's more of a, like, it's a thing where I look to them to show me what they can do for me, whether, like, whereas, like, I feel like they look to people who come from bad upbringings, like, to need them, you know what I mean? Right, right, And it's like, I step into all of this, like, you know what I mean? Like, what can you tell me? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit different. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, I guess it would be an advantage. yeah. You know who Neil Brennan is? Nah. So Neil Brennan, he was the co-creator of The Chappelle Show. Okay. And he always talks about on his podcast that I listen to. He, he It's two white dudes that only interview uh, black dudes that are like entertainers, you know? Okay. And so, and he's always- I like that. Yeah, it's, it's a really good podcast called The All Champs. Right. Shout out to The Champs. But his like main theory that he brings up every episode is kind of like, did you grow up around a lot of white people? And like, it's really surprising that a lot of the dudes that are like making it- in the entertainment industry, they're like, yeah. yeah, you know, I went to school with a lot of white people. And he's Real. like, and he's always like, that proves my point. Real. I mean, and plus, like, it in the reverse, like how yeah. I said, like, I can be kind of intimidating. Yeah. Like, it can be reversed where the, they can be intimidating to somebody who's not used to interacting with them. Right. And you can kind of feel like you don't belong. Right. And you won't go as far as you could have. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like that So, uh, I forget what your mom did. My mom, uh, she actually does psychology work. Oh, so you have a lawyer and a psychologist. Yeah, she's a doctor. That's great. Oh, really? Dr. Peller. So she has a PhD. Yeah. Where did she go to school? Uh, She, everywhere. God. Uh, She went to school originally at USM. Yeah. I think she got her undergrad. Then after that, she did um, her graduate work at uh, Georgetown in dc and wow. my mom has traveled the fucking world yeah yeah like she's she's been one of those people who's done everything right by the book like yeah. goody two shoes like a hundred percent like yeah. i love my mom that's great so uh, you have a, you she got her a, she very, got her doctorate in at jackson state oh wow University. very well educated family so well where'd your brother go to school at uh he went to usm as well but then graduated from hampton okay hampton is the shit have you ever been to hampton nah. you nah Bro, you gotta go to HU. Next time I go, like, Where is I'm gonna that? call in New Orleans? you. No, it's in in Virginia. Though. Oh, in Virginia. Yeah, 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 I was just in Virginia. Like right by Newport News and okay. um, 
Vibe Beach. Yeah. Like right by Vibe Beach. Oh, okay. I was like just, by Old Dominion. Yeah, I've been, uh, to, I've been to Virginia Norfolk. Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Norfolk. I was just in Charlottesville for a week. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to Charlottesville, but I heard good things. Like, it was, it was VA cool. is just breezy. Like, I like the people out there. It's yeah. easy going. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's, easy going. Hey, man, the East Coast too motherfucking hot for me, though, man. Really? Oh, God. I can't it take, was cold as fuck when I, I was I can't in. take humidity, man. I got that hot Italian blood. <laughs> so a little humidity, and I got to change my shirt like four times a day, just sweating through shit. Yeah. So, how did your folks meet in school? Uh, I don't know. No, actually, they met uh, in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What happened? What, um, what caused the divorce? Were you? The, was it the your divorce? fault? The divorce. Yeah, it was, was my fault. It was your fault. I'm pretty sure it was no, I'm my just kidding. fault. They always tell you. They always tell you to tell your kids it's not your fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's not your fault. But sometimes like, no, counseling. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, 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 no like. <laughs> this sounds like a council exception. Like it really is not your fault, yeah. but I really don't know. Um, obviously, uh, I feel like you know my dad's lifestyle. Just but, busy with work or what? yeah, yeah, like very work driven. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like and obviously my mom's like very family oriented. You know what yeah. I mean? And those two just didn't work. You but know so I mean? did they stick in New Orleans until you were fourteen? Oh, yeah, like so they, they split when you were five. They did it for me. You yeah. know what I mean? My yeah. brother. They yeah, didn't yeah. want to like. And I don't think that my dad would have went anywhere. Yeah. Because uh, he hasn't. My dad moved back to New Orleans, actually. Oh, he moved back? Yeah, never. So he didn't once, stay in Houston very long? Like, most New Orleans people want find a way to get right back to New Orleans. If yeah. they ever leave, they come in right back. Yeah. It, it's, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. You see it all the time. That iron fist that pulls you back in. For sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> you go to law school, you end up working for your dad's law firm. If you're white, if you're yeah. black, you end up working for your dad's, like, pop mom and pop shop. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. And, like, other stuff. But, like, people... People have jobs, but you know, right, right. The nine out of ten. So, how do your folks feel about you making music? Since they're so well educated and career driven, like, what's that's uh, the thing? Yeah. Like, it was interesting for me because I'm a, I'm a like rewind back to my junior year of college. Yeah, and so like, you did end up going to school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, Mississippi State University. Mississippi that's actually State. where I met. Uh, one of my producers, who's uh, amazing, shout him out, uh, Stacks. Shout out to Stacks, yeah. young Stacks, nigga. Shout out to TFG. Shout out to the set. Shout out to uh, Flywalker, LV, Young Troop. You know, everybody oh, shit out just there. got so real in yeah. here all of a sudden. No, no all, so you, all my niggas. So out you're there. at yeah. Mississippi State, and you start. Is that where you start kind of taking the uh, the rap stuff more seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember freshman year. Actually, uh, I met uh, current my current producer stacks yeah uh he didn't have logic at the time uh -huh. like uh the producing software yeah production software and um i was like yo I, I did a deal with him because he played me some beats that he had made on fruity loops that were hot yeah but he had just bought a mac so he couldn't use fruity loops right so he was like i need a new software like you got logic what's that what's that hitting on yeah and so we swapped i i said i'll give you the software if you give me five free beats yeah and the beats were cold but after that i went to his room and we recorded every day yeah ever since then yeah yeah and ever since then like i formed a collective within like this one room room 315 shout out to room shout out to room 315 yeah, hey i saw my freshman year of college we used to say we were the 520 boys five <laughs> we we had room 520 and one, one we only time. had four floors we we, we fit fucking 33 people into a dorm room one Damn. time Party. it was ridiculous bro I actually got in trouble my first night in college. Really? Bro. Yeah, with the cops. Like, my first fucking mm. night. I bought a bottle, yeah. um, brought it to the room, invited some girls over, got too loud. This is the first night, too. I just felt so dumb because, like, yeah. everybody, like, and then I hear a knock on the door. It's, like, two cops and, like, the RA, the RD. They're, like, what's going on in here? Like, we, we smell weed and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, we had it on us. Yeah, yeah. we had it on us, but yeah. we, we hit it. Yeah. You know you what I mean? So we were good. Yeah, we were good. <laughs> <laughs> you did keep straight. <laughs> no, but like we were good. We were good. 
But um, yeah. But back to music. Wait, wait, uh, no. I want to. I want to. I want to hear the story. So the cops come, and then what happens? Nobody gets in trouble. Nobody gets in trouble. Oh, that's great. Because we had a black and mild, and he was like, "Oh, that's what you're smelling. You're smelling the black and mild." Oh, okay. And like to the RD and the RA, and they're like, "Oh, uh, okay. You're well. I guess you're good." My, so we got uh, like a warning. My first night of college, I, I, some funny shit happened to me. My um, my best friend's mom. Yeah. She, she's like convinced that she makes the best seven layer bean dip in the world. Yeah. It's just seven layer bean dip. It's cool. It's good. You know? So she's like, oh, come over. You know, she's like t- telling me and my roommate, come over. I-, I made you guys seven layer bean dip. And we're like, all right. Yeah. And I- I'm old. So this is when Blockbuster was still cracking. So we went to Blockbuster and rented some Richard Pryor stand up and we're yeah. eating seven layer bean dip and we start drinking beers and shit. And uh, we're freshmen and we're living in like the freshman dorms, but we end up walking through campus up to uh, where all the seniors live in these apartment right. complexes, right? I'm right. getting fucked up, dude. And I, and I just, I don't remember like the specifics of what I drank and yada, 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 but I get yeah. fucked up and I end up throwing up in a bush. And <laughs> it was like, I threw up pure fucking refried beans, dude. It was just like a uh, pile of like bean dip, right? So the funny thing is... Uh, I go that back. Is the funny I thing. go back the next week, and it still looks like the identical pile. Like the pile didn't like disintegrate yeah. or, or like biodegrade it all. Was still there, right? And so what within the a fuck few was weeks, in that bean dip. Was, so that's the thing is like within a few weeks, it, it starts snowing because it's Alaska, you know. Yeah. And uh, I remember like you know it snows and there's a cover over that the whole year. And then I go back there after the snow melts after breakup, and I kind of walk by that bush again after the snow melts, and there's still a fucking pile of bean dip. Are you yeah. fucking serious? <laughs> I was like that is some really no that is some that's weird that's a light that's, some, that's like, like some shit like have you ever seen those like uh what, what's that movie um where the guy goes to mcdonald's and he's like super oh, size yeah, me yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, like where the shit doesn't decay right like, right what the fuck was in that bean dip right dog? that's crazy right that's crazy yeah i like I to think know. of it as maybe i just have like superhuman bile in my stomach that's like <laughs> you know what i mean just yeah. iron stomach that's good but anyway. strong stomach yeah yeah i, I started rapping when, when i was in college too so I, yeah i met a guy and and we and he was like doing beats in his room and i said oh i, I can i can like kind of rap <laughs> and he let me rap on a beat, and then we started working together, and that's, a, it's that's the same it, thing. That's how yeah. it is. So you meet Stax and uh, give him yeah. logic, and he's got and he's giving you beats. Yeah, and then uh, from there, like, uh, had you been rapping already? Uh, I've been rapping like probably for like a year, yeah. like give or take. I had worked on like my own little tape. Like that's this is why I actually bought Logic. Like yeah. I started trying to produce my own little thing, and I had my own demo. Who were you was, into? Like, like what were you listening to at that time? Yeah, I mean, just Ooh. like what are your biggest influences? You would say. Uh, I think you shouted him out earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say Lupe, Jim yeah. Class, uh, Kanye, all at the same time. Lauren Hill, uh, fuck, like, Miseducation of Lauren Hill was very, like, it's a big re- It's a big record. I listened to Ryan Leslie, oddly enough, uh, at that time. Yeah. Uh, I fucked with, like, LFO. <laughs> really? LFO? Yeah. No shit. That's that I, Catholic I, shit. Hey, I fuck with the dude from LFO because he used to bang Jennifer Love Hewitt. And so pop, oh, yeah, props to him. Did. And rest in peace. Oh, he died. Did you know that? No. Yeah, the blonde guy from LFO is dead. Shit, crazy, right? Crazy world. Okay, uh, Vampire Weekend. Okay, yeah, fucked with them, right. and also like Fleet Foxes. I was getting into yeah, like Death Cab and like a lot of other yeah. like alternative stuff. So I wanted my stuff to be very vibey and trippy. Yeah. Oh, Kid Cudi also came out like yeah, around yeah. that same time. Okay, and yeah, I'd say like all of that meshed together like. 
combined made my influences, especially when my brother came back from college, like right before I went to college. Yeah. Because he bought me that Lauren Hill, that Kanye, that Lupe. Yeah. And like was like, if you gonna do music seriously, because I dropped sports, like yeah. I dropped everything. Yeah. And he was like, if you're gonna do music seriously, like you need to listen to the greats. That's right. So he was like, Yo, everything. That's interesting because I'm an older brother and my younger brother is the same amount of years that you and your brother spaced out. So yeah. he's always three years younger than me. Yeah. And that was a thing where it was like I was into like I had my music that I thought was cool and I was and I to, to this day I still like try to put him on to shit that I oh, think is say, cool. Yeah, you know? he always gonna hit me up with yeah. like he put me on like El Varner. Yeah. He put he listened to a lot of R and B now. Yeah, yeah. Um because like I guess he growing up like he don't want right. to just listen to rap all the time. Right, right. So he listened to uh El Varner. Well, you know, when you got those mills, sometimes you want to just set the mood at the crib. <laughs> So Especially in Dallas, you know the cowboy bro, they groupies got the come over and shit. Yo, Dallas got the milfs, bro. Ooh, I yeah. believe it. Oh my god, I believe it. That's that's another interview. Bro. Yeah, yeah, shit. <laughs> that's another interview. Damn. So what's it like, fucking growing up with your brother? Must have just been a stud at the high school you were. Oh at. yeah, my brother, like good looking guy, like stud, stellar Star athlete, athlete. You know what I mean? People and probably like, knew he was going to the league by the time he was like a sophomore or something. Uh, yeah, by the time he was junior, he yeah. was getting offers. Yeah. Like yeah, he was. He, he like that's why he had to stop playing basketball. Actually, yeah. because he was getting so many football offers. Mm, they like, don't to, get hurt playing like, basketball. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't risk it. You right, know what I mean? Right. But uh, so what's it like? Yeah, he's he a, he's a he's a senior when you're a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? So getting... I'm living the. Li I'm going to some of the parties. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I'm kicking it. That's what but I'm, I'm saying. A, I still had glasses back then. Yeah. And I'm playing trombone. Yeah. Not on the field. I'm playing trombone. Man, I think I feel like the glasses and the trombone combination is kind of a swagged out look. It it is <laughs> in hindsight. In probably hindsight, at the, at the time yeah, it probably yeah, wasn't. Yeah. But like at the time, it was just like a no go. Yeah, yeah. But like I still got to do some cool shit. It was yeah. it was crazy. And that's what I'm saying. It was the same situation where I was a senior and my brother was a freshman. And he got to come, like he got to smoke weed mad early yeah. and everything, because it was like, yo, you, you you're getting the hookup, and like you know, then you get the, like the senior girls have little crushes on your, yeah, on your little you brother. Yeah, you get that treatment. Yeah, get that treatment. It's a lucky thing in hindsight, really. It really yeah. is, and especially like even when you like grow into it, because like even the next year, like the next year, seniors were like, oh yeah, I've seen you around, like, exactly, yeah, cool, like yeah, you yeah, already, exactly. You already have that, like, wait, why is he cool? Exactly. Like I don't know, I just birthed into it. Yeah, like, you exactly. know what I mean? That's so, really like, what it is. So it was always. Cool. It's it's the legacy coolness, you know. What I mean? like they <laughs> really, leave, they leave that coolness behind. Yeah, for like the unearned coolness, yeah. which is always better because yeah. you don't have to do shit. Like you can just be yourself all the time. So what? By the time you're a sophomore in high school, you dropped all the sports to like really concentrate on music. Is yeah, that I'd say like junior year. Actually. Junior, yeah? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so is that when you start downloading programs and trying to tinker yeah. on them? Yeah, yeah, that's when I started. And then like I'd say the end of senior year, like I actually like formulated like, oh, I can come out with a demo, and I made a demo. Yeah. Uh, I called it, what did I call it back then? That Feel Good. Uh -huh. Yeah, and uh, that's actually what I named like my co whole collective after now. DFG? TFG. TFG, that. Nah, I, oh, I thought it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be that. Be, that would be like some New Orleans shit. Yeah. That Feel Good, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, who that? Sure. that yeah, feel who that? Oh, have you ever been to Dat Dog no. in New Orleans? No, You need to check that out. All it's right. fucking fire. All right. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I called it That Feel Good, and I remember I had like one, one joint on there that was pretty fire. It was like... Uh, Sometimes I run through life running uh, so blind. And it was like, oh, Lord, please help me. I think I lost my mind. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, I was just doing a lot of, like, really trippy 
like music I wasn't even rapping all the way fully yeah. and then like when I got to college I actually met people that could make rap beats cause I couldn't make rap beats for some reason like I, the beats I made I feel like stylistically were for like an indie rock band okay. kinda like you yeah. know what I mean like it yeah, just yeah. didn't make sense to rap on right right so like it was cool that I met Stax and I feel like that actually made me take it a little bit more serious yeah because I had somebody who had a like shared interest like yeah and like I had friends in high school, but like it was it was a different energy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, like my junior year of college was really when I like my parents started noticing. Like I was like I'm not really going to class. You're like and, fucking off of school. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And they're like, what, what what's going on? You know what I mean? I'm telling my dad like I don't want to come back. You know what I mean? And I like. I dra- I had to make it like drastic. Like, did they give you incentives where it's like if you go back, we'll do this or something? Nah. Or like, did they did they say you okay nah, if you nah, don't nah. if you don't want to you don't have nah, to? Nah, not no black parents. They like you better just get your ass in there. Uh, and, like right. we not gonna support you and, and like originally like yeah. they're gonna support me. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they love me. But it's no, like, my folks. They're the not same gonna thing. tell you that because they want you to do yeah. what they want you to do. Right. You know what I mean? My, I mean, my path is very similar is in that. And I relate to that in that like by the time I was about to graduate from college, I was really taking the music shit more seriously. And I told my folks, and my mom was like, "Well, look, that you can if you want to drop out of college, go ahead. <laughs> but I will never fucking help you at all. Exactly. Like, if you end up homeless, I, I don't care. And I'm like, all right, I'll stay in college then. Like, <laughs> fuck. And like, I mean, I called their bluff because they still support me to this day yeah. but like originally they were like fuck no yeah you know what i mean because like how embarrassing is that to like two educators you know what i mean like yeah. their son it, like my brother already graduated right like you know what i mean like with like a 3.5 or some shit like yeah. you know what i mean like with flying colors right and like me like i'm just treading down a whole nother path you know what yeah. i mean it's like damn and i could see that and i could see how they would feel that way but at the same time from the outside i would say hey Maybe you guys did a really great job fucking being parents because you were able to nurture a creative spirit. Exactly. And, and nurture creativity. And I think that's why, like I said earlier, that's why they support me yeah. like so much. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? To this day. Yeah. Because they see that I'm actually following through with it. It's yeah. not something that like was inspired by somebody else. This is like what I wanted to do and this is what I feel um, is my passion and is my calling. It's yeah. like my destiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Do you have a background in singing too? Like, no, did you, no, no. no, no choir shit? Because I think the few songs that I checked out, well, okay, so uh, 100% transparency, the way that I found out about you was the homie Caleb, who, yeah. it's crazy, he's come up on the last few podcasts now, but Caleb Stone, who we talked to Dream Panther last, have you been working with Dream Panther? <laughs> yeah, is the homie. Yes, uh, yeah, oh, I think we're not allowed I mean, to say oh, his name. Dream Panther, yeah, so, shit. <laughs> I know, Fuck. I, I said the Damn same it. thing. But so, yeah. yeah, I think actually Dream Panther, he was our last guest, and I yeah. think he brought your name up, and then Caleb texted me and goes, yo, the homie Pell wants to do one, and I was like, I've heard that name, I I heard that name and then yeah. I, I googled and the shit that I heard I really liked I was like oh this is great and the shit that I did hear it was definitely like bars in the verses and then sing-songy choruses yeah. and you can hear the the kind of cutty choruses or yeah. like or, you know like you can hear that influence yeah. but also you have a good singing voice you know what I mean Thank so, you, yeah. so that's what made me wonder if you had like yeah, a singing no, background I actually, I actually never like really was into singing as a child but yeah. like I always would sing two songs but I never yeah. thought that that was going to be my forte but I wanted to flow over things like yeah. I didn't whatever the track call for i felt like i was gonna bring to it you know what i mean i was gonna bring it to life whether that was me rapping or whether that was me singing right and i had no like background in like vocal training you know what i mean nowadays Uh kids like six years old getting vocal training right but like you know i had no like real training yeah self-taught yeah and my mom actually was a, a opera singer 
No shit. Yeah, so she used to sing around the house too. I used to try to compete with her, but like I, I could never do that. Shit. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. She's she your parents. Yeah. Chords. So your parents got some creativity and some, yeah. some book smarts. Actually, in a funny story, my yeah. my dad, fucking hustler. Yeah. My dad um started a record label uh-huh. called Hasim Records, which is my brother's name spelled backwards, and they actually wound up signing a rapper like back in like nineteen ninety. Five or something. Get out. Yeah, and New it was named or- after Orleans, my brother. Dude? Yeah, Hasim Records. Really? Yeah, H A C I M. Oh, but okay. I don't know if it's on the web or anything right now, but like, yeah. And my dad actually, because of he was starting a family, turned down a job to work for Cash Money. He oh, was going to really? be their CPA. No shit. Yeah, that would have been tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. really dope. Yeah, it's so, crazy. Yeah, so you're it's th- so connected. You're, yeah, like, it definitely is. So co- it definitely. came like full circle, damn near. Because like when I started doing music, he was like, oh. Oh, yeah, like I know people that cash money, like on the sly, you know yeah. what I mean? And like we have friends over there now, like that we just knew from, like, and in Jet Life, you know, with yeah, Curtis, yeah. Spitter, like yeah. I'm friends with Nesby Phipps. Like, okay. I didn't know that Nesby Phipps and my dad, like, went to school together and like we're best friends. And shit. No like, shit. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. Small like, world. Small ass world, especially New Orleans. Yeah. So, what, what were you going to school for? A finance for finance. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have thought you would have been yeah. like a sociology I'm major. Good, or something. I'm good with numbers. numbers. I actually want to do psychology. Like yeah. I want to go like back to school somehow. Yeah. Um, in like an interim of like between an album cycle or something. Like yeah. I don't know. And uh, like study some like uh psychology and sociology. Like yeah, they we, say that people yeah. that will study psychology is because they want to find out what's fucked up about them. Exactly. Yeah. My no, mom, my mom, that probably a, makes hella sense right now. My mom's an elementary school psychologist. Uh, she got her uh, in elementary school counseling, and and, uh, and I'm always like, mom, you know, the reason that you studied psychology is because like you never <laughs> wanted to admit to yourself that you wanted to go to a shrink. It's just that you <laughs> really wanted though. to be your own shrink. That's why you want to find out so much about people. Yeah, like, exactly. What is wrong with me so I can like yeah, diagnose? That's other exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So how long has it been since you dropped out? Uh, two years. Two years now. Yeah, now two years. And what have you been doing for these two years? I have been grinding. Yeah, but when you say grinding, let's clarify because that's an easy out, the grinding. Like, okay, okay. Have you had to be balancing jobs with music yes. stuff? Okay. Uh, originally when I first dropped out, I worked at Dollar General. What's that? Uh, like a 99 cent store? Yeah, 99 cent yeah. store. But I don't know what the equivalent would be out here. It's like probably 99 cent store. Oh yeah, just I don't like, think we. I don't know if we have Dollar Generals or not. I mean, you know me. I'm, it's a it's I'm a franchise, out, so I don't like, fuck it's with. It's a big corporation. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's always in those small like country towns. That's probably yeah. why it's not out here. I'm too busy shopping at the Gucci store to really know oh, about okay. uh, Dollar all right, General. All right, but, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. So no, but I worked at Dollar General, and it's funny how you, I actually got the job, yo. Like the dude who was the manager mm-hmm. at the time, Young Cat. Like he's like, I think now he's like even 28, or like at the time he was like 26. Yeah. And he had went to school at uh, Mississippi State, yeah. where I dropped out from. Yeah. And so he actually had a blog, and it was a rap blog. What was it called? Uh, this, like, 50, this is 50, like... Not this is 50. No, nah, not this is 50. That's, a, like that's huge. 50% or okay. something, like, fi- like 50 for 50 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is 50 for 50 or something. Okay. It's like a spinoff. Yeah. He was like, I heard your music, and I like it. It's dope. Like, yeah. And I went to, uh, like... I didn't know that he even knew about my music until I showed up to the interview and he was like, oh yeah, I run a blog, man. Yeah. And he was like, I, I got your shit. Like, yo, you tight, dog. Oh, he was sh- like, uh, uh, yeah, like you want a job, you got it. Like, and I was like, oh, word. So like, I easiest interview I've ever had in my life. So like, I get the job. How did he know who you were at the job interview though? Face recognition, oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. We balling out yeah. here. Like, real, real shit. Like, it was crazy. It yeah. was really crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Sh- 
luck, uh, whatever you call it, you, fate. You walk in and his eyes light up and he starts singing your song to you and shit? <laughs> no, 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 no. And like, yeah, no, no, no. It's, it, it's funny. But, uh, he, How long did you have that job? I had that job for like six or seven months. And were you living on your own? Like you were just uh, saying, yeah. living with moms? I was actually rooming with Stacks. Okay. Yeah, because I still wanted to make the music. I still wanted to get the music In flowing. Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like I, I felt like I could leave, obviously, but I had something good going and I was actually building a foundation that I didn't want to just readily up and leave unless I had some type of idea where I was headed. Did you guys get like an apartment together? Yeah, we got an house? apartment. Yeah. yeah. How, it was what, actually a, a duplex. How was it living with your producer? Because I used to live with my producer and it was, it was a little jarring for me, actually. It was fucking terrible. Terrible. Producers are hard to live with because they're Very. okay. Now you tell me. If the, tell me if this sounds similar. No, I'm the controlling one. Okay. But tell me if this sounds similar. Up all hours of the night making oh, beats, so God. you can't sleep. God, why do producers always work at night? I don't know. Yeah, like, and that doesn't work for me even as a vocalist because, nah. like, I know my voice isn't as good at like, yeah, your voice late, 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 late at night, night like, for you know sure, I mean? dude. Like, I can't record all the time like late at night. Yeah, but like, it's good because. I think there's a benefit in it where, like, when inspiration strikes, like, we can easily, like, like let's go in, like, right now. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know where he's going to be at. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, yeah, it was difficult. It, like, was, it, was, it, it was, was very Especially, hard. like, when other rappers are coming in, too. Yeah. Like, and I, like, I'm like, yo, I need, like, to do this all the time. But, like, it's kind of like all the other rappers are looking at me like I have the unfair advantage. But at the same the time, first. it's like, yeah, but at the same time, like, that's my homie. Like, we just, we're just making music together. Like, well, I'm not you, like, and you guys probably paying, feel like a team. Know? Yeah, it's like a team effort. It's like, we're working for something higher. Are you, I feel like people don't understand that. Do you that feel like you're more of the marketer than he is? Like, are you the one who handles uh, more of that? Oh, uh, definitely. When we first started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, like, I mean, I feel like we've both learned so yeah. much. Where it's, we're, like, it's just fu- like, it's funny because I see so much of like what I was going through at your age, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so let this be yeah. a warning. If you see me right now, like just know, work, work harder. Damn it. I need to work. <laughs> work so harder hard. so you don't get stuck. Fucking no, Shit. No, no, no. So you're not a balding fucking <laughs> middle-aged rapper. No, uh, I'm fucking with you. But no, for sure. It's hard to live with someone that you work with because like not only do you have to deal with the quirks that they have right. working with them but then you also have to deal with just their quirks as a human being too yeah. and so it's hard and so it's like that you're just not ready for yeah. it. like you're not like trying to go through all of that yeah. it's like a good concept but yeah. then like the follow through and actually yeah. living with somebody well, is like completely and, and, different and dude realistically I, I don't know some people everybody's work process is a little different but like for me if i'm hearing the beat as it gets made, yeah. I'm already sick of it by the time it's done. Uh, a, lo- a lot of people like to hear that. You can it as kill a song made. like yeah. that, though. A lot of people like to do that, but uh, I like to hear more of like a finished idea or at least like, True. A, at least like a verse and hook part, you know? True. That's why sometimes like it's important to work fast, yeah. too. Like sometimes there is time where you have to like cultivate the words and cultivate the concept. Yeah. But sometimes, especially when working with producers, it's good to work fast yeah. so that you don't get tired. Because like my producer is also like a heavy engineer guy. Like he's heavy into like the technicalities of the sound and like what needs to go where and like why it needs to go there yeah, and like why it sounds that way yeah. so like he'll repeat he'll put on loop like a fucking four bar oh, phrase yeah. and I'll be like yeah. yo like stop that shit yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. I know I know exactly what you mean yeah no it sounds like I'll, we'll have to trade music because I feel, I feel like uh, there's been probably getting a lot of similarities in our sounds or, or just like it sounds like yeah. our producers have a lot of similarities that's interesting I mean, yeah I definitely want uh, to anyhow that's cool man so like what other hustles have you what other jobs have you been holding down uh, I worked at a subway. Oh, how was that? Oh god, terrible! That idea. was that was actually funny. 
Really? Why? It was a subway at an airport, so there was Ooh. lots of like cute women walking yeah. by. But at the same time, rush hour was a bitch. Like lunch hour was a bitch, and like I remember um, when I started making sandwiches, like I didn't know how to make sandwiches. Like the subway, yeah, <laughs> the subway, yeah. But like, and it was like pissing me. It was pissing all my coworkers off because they were like, "This nigga too slow, man." This nigga. <laughs> like they would be complaining to the managers, like, "Pale too slow" and all this stuff. I'd be like, "Damn, like forgive me for not knowing how to make a fucking sandwich like the Maybe right you, way." You were just very like tedious about it, like, no, making was, sure everything was perfect. Was, and I was kind of like pissed off too because like we were planning a tour too. So I'm like, I'm in my mind like. What's that uh, spaceship by Kanye West? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if my manager insults me again, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't even want to make these sandwiches right now. Like, y'all already are pissing me off. Yeah, like, yeah. stop fucking with me. That's you know what so I mean? Funny. But like, that was another hookup. Like, actually, because um, the guy, the guy who gave me the job, actually, like, used Jared to... from Subway is a big fan of your music. He said, "We gotta get <laughs> Pell. We gotta get Pell in here." <laughs> He said, hey, man, get him to work in here. Give him as many chocolate chip cookies as he wants. actually, like, ran a couple of stages at Jazz Fest. Oh, uh, okay. Homie actually got me a show in South Africa. Wow. This, this, uh, this winter. That's this crazy. This December. That's and tight. this is after I've even left the job. Like, yeah. I don't work at Subway anymore. Obviously. Yeah. But, like, uh, even after you threw a ham sandwich in his face. Exactly. <laughs> So fuck this, I'm out of here. That shit crazy. He was the owner. I was cool with the owner, but I wasn't cool with like anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like That's crazy, man. Yeah, it, it's crazy. So I've been what do you, blessed. Like, like my my managers have always been cool. Even yeah. my like music manager. Yeah, how'd you meet your music manager? Um I met him actually. <laughs> I was drunk as fuck. He went to Mississippi State too. Uh-huh. And he was in a frat house actually. Uh-huh. And uh he was a part of like the SAEs and uh-huh. like they're all cool at Mississippi State. Like yeah. cool guys. So I went to I don't know who was performing. Um I think like some local local rap group at the time. And I walked in and my some of my friends, I was a freshman at the time, like were like, Yo, you gotta meet like our homie Cajolis, uh Chris Cajolis, my manager. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm down. So like I get wasted. Like I'm talking Everclear shots and that's never a good idea slurricanes exactly hadn't ate anything you know Mm. so it was like recipe for disaster yeah but like apparently i freestyled to him for like 30 minutes and nothing Uh, came of it like that's cool nothing ever comes of like freestyle unless you're big sean yeah well that's cool but at the same time yeah a drunk dude freestyling to you for 30 minutes i would have never wanted to talk to you again oh yeah Shout out to Chris for the patience. <laughs> yeah, for real. But like, you know, we, and I'm sure I was partying because I don't even really recall this yeah, incident. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I wound up going to uh, Glotron, DJ Glotron, another D- local DJ. Yeah. And he put me on like a little circuit around town and I was getting in these shows. And eventually like my name was popping up a lot more. And my manager, like my current manager at at that time, he was booking a lot of shows for the town as well. And so he he was booking a show for MGK mm-hmm. for Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, yeah. and he was like, "Yo, Pell, like, do you want to open up for this?" Because I was and like I killed it. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, he gave me another opportunity, I killed it. And then after that, he was like, "Yo, like, we need to do some work." And yeah. then like I did a Smokers Club tour uh, show in Jackson. Okay, fucking rocked it. It was crazy. Smokers Club. That's uh, that's um, uh, and that was the time currency. Uh, that was the time that Juicy J was headlining, oh, and uh, okay. Joey Badass was on there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. That was when they were coming up, and it Word. was cra- Isaiah was on there. I met them all the same night. That yeah. was crazy. Oh, that's dope. That dude. was crazy. Nice. And I've had lasting friendship friendships with them from that too. But nice. like, I don't really know 
that many of the pro area people like talking about it yeah. outside of like meeting them. Right, right. Yeah. Are you the first artist that he's managed? Uh, Are you guys learning together, kind of? Yeah. yeah. This is like a learning experience for him and me. That's like great. he managed a, a group before, and uh, I think they like fizzled out. But he they used were- to manage LFO. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was another rap group, but I yeah. think they like dispersed because like they all had like different, well, like weren't focused on the same thing. Oh, yeah. so Wu Tang Clan used to exactly. Oh. No, <laughs> no uh, that's great, man. Well, that's cool yeah. that you guys are learning together. What are your, what it's do you have in the team. pipelines? You're you're out here working with uh, some producers that we know, like like we mentioned. Yeah. So what's what's next? What's next is I'm working on. Uh, releasing all of the videos that I've made for my project Floated While Dreaming that I released in May Yeah, and I wanted to make a visual for every track on the album Yeah, and I only have like three left nice. to go so like I have four in the can waiting to be released Yeah, it's just all about like how I want to time them yeah. because I also have a documentary that I'm working on at the same time Sick. that's going to be uh, basically centered around like my live performances and like how I am as an individual because I want to give more of myself to like the people who support me because I feel like I've been reserved. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've done interviews, but I feel like I haven't really put myself out there like yeah. I should. You know? you know how I put myself out there to make sure everyone gets more of myself? Everyone who buys a CD gets a free dick pic. Ah! <laughs> It's like a Too new, much. it's a new Too Snapchat uh, project that Too I'm working much. on. You know, I just, uh, I, it's only one second, so they can't screen, <laughs> screenshot it. You oh, know so what I'm it's like Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Okay, so yeah. I'm like, Snapchatting oh. dick pics, like you can probably get away with it, but like probably get away with it. I get away with it on a daily Fuck basis. Fuck no, because no, you can, kidding. you can definitely <laughs> screenshot that shit. I screenshot titties all the time. Uh, I mean, fa- I don't do that. I don't do that. Thank God they don't make any. Don't they don't make any cameras that are panoramic enough to capture the, all of my glory. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, man. Fuck. This is a cool conversation. You're a good yeah. kid. I think you got a bright future in front of you. Thank I'm glad you. that I we were able to squeeze this in so quickly for while you sure. were here. Oh man, this has been this has been love. Yeah, sure. I'm excited to see you perform this song. You got a fancy stand here that's like pretty yes. cool. Like there's yes. a lot of cool shit happening. I got so. the Nimbus 3000. Yeah, that, that, I feel like I feel like you made that up. No, that's from Harry Potter. I've, I, come on, dude, I'm too old for Harry. The Nimbus. You're never I'm too, too old. old for Harry Potter. Okay. That was really corny, but you are too old for Harry Potter. <laughs> if you would have known that, I actually would have yeah. been like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, exactly. But yeah. So, but Nimbus three thousand, our fan since base we're on, will know since what we're that on is. like since we're on that topic, yeah. the Nimbus three thousand is the broom that he gets. Yeah. Um, you know, Harry Potter is like he's in oh, the Quidditch. to play Quidditch. Yeah, I know like, so, enough yeah. about that. Yeah. So like the Nimbus three thousand, it's fast. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, accurate. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's light. I'm and gonna so actually like, start captioning every dick pic Nimbus 3000 now. Ooh, How fire is that? Wow! Tell the people where they can find you online. You Pel. can find me online mainly at pellyeah.com or pellyeah.com. Spell it P E L L Y E A H, like hell yeah with a P. Yeah. Uh, dot com. At pellyeah. Yeah. At pellyeah. And on Instagram, at pellyeah. On Snapchat, Pellyeah. <laughs> On Tumblr, pellyeah.tumblr.com. Facebook.com slash pellyeah? Nah. YouTube.com slash pellyeah? YouTube.com slash TFG Pell. Switched it up on Okay, TMG Pell. TFG. Oh, TFG. We- oh, fuck, my bad. T- I mean, DFG. No, yeah, TFG Pell. TFG right, Pell. What is the name of that video that I saw that I really liked where you're riding a bike and shit? Oh, shit. Runaway. Runaway. I shot that in Lo- uh, Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Yeah. I-, I will tell every- that everybody that's listening, if you've stuck around this long, which I'm sure you have, uh, you should go. 
to YouTube and search for Pell Runaway. Great song, great video. That's the one that made me be Shout like, out to oh, Matt Robertson. There you go, Matt Robertson. That's the one that made me say like, oh, I need to get this kid on the podcast. So, yeah, uh, yeah man, thank you for coming in. That was dope. Thank uh, you. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can yes. follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery. What? At what? I am database based oh, two S's. Oh yeah, please give me ad libs while hey. I do this. Hey. You can follow us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat, where I don't tweet that. Often, but that way you'll know Bitch, you what podcast is coming up. YouTube.com slash that's kind of neat, where you're going to see Pell perform. What song are you going to perform? I'm going to perform Fresh Produce. Is this one that you don't have a visual for? Because this can nope. count as a visual. I do not have a visual This could be one of your three that you have left, right? All right, let's do it. When yeah, you, and I when, don't have a video for You want to hear my million dollar idea that no one's done? What is this? When, when you do, like, you know how Beyonce did that with all the videos at oh, yeah. one time? <laughs> she should have released that album on Netflix. She should have. Ooh, how fire would oh, that be? Fuck that. So, would I would watch that. So shit. my, I would la- watch that right my now. last record that we put wow. out in April, we did uh, music videos for nine out of the twelve songs, I think. God. And I was like, "Yo, we should just do three more videos real quick and try to like convince Netflix to put, <laughs> put the album up." I'm like, "No one's done that." So even that if it, even dope. if no one watched it, it was so like the the yeah. news of it would go viral. Yeah. So you guys heard it here first. That's my million dollar idea. If you million do it, just I, shout yeah. me out at least. Uh, what else? I think that like, counts as like damn near copyright yeah poor man's copyright so here we go this is the last thing that you should do you should go to the app store on your iphone download the podcast app uh-huh. subscribe to kind of neat give it a five-star rating leave us a comment and uh that's the most official way to listen to the podcast and it's the easiest way to make your life easiest thank you very much that was my man pell yeah my name is lee and this Keep was kind of neat Shout out. Dude, that was dope.